Welcome to Worth in Progress. I'm Maria Grandi, personal power speaker and coach, and I'll be helping you get through the very real and raw process of personal development. Self-awareness is not always pleasant, so it's my intention to teach you to recognize your triggers, give you tools to guide you, and I'll share my personal stories of my own journey to find self-worth. Thank you so much for being here, and I always welcome your input. You're listening to episode three, and it's one of my favorite topics, personality styles. Today, we're discussing personality styles and how they affect communication and your relationships. I started teaching these about 10 years ago, and they impacted my life so greatly that I incorporated them into all of my trainings. In self-awareness, this is critical for you to understand because it does show you what I always talk about, and that is the reason behind people's behaviors, including your own. We used to call the trainings how to deal with difficult people. Because that's usually how you can get someone to a training, (laughs) letting them know that it's not about personal accountability, it's about everyone else. And what the first thing that I would say to people is that I, yes, of course, I can teach you how to deal with difficult people, but first we have to make sure it's not you that's the difficult person. And, you know, that usually we get a laugh, but (laughs) it's true. You know, you don't really, we're in denial sometimes. We don't really understand how difficult we can be. And a lot of times it has to do with our personality style. I say behavioral style, uh, but most people refer to DISC, which is what we're about to talk about, as a personality assessment. And really behavioral is better because it's something that you're born with and it's a natural tendency of yours, whereas personality is crafted throughout your life by the things that you go through. So I say behavioral style. And a lot of people use this as a tool for hiring and just for self-awareness in general. But most of the time, due to poor training, people look at this and they they read it once and they never go back and look at it again. And that's a shame because it really can directly impact every area of your life. So what we're using today, and I've used many different variations of a behavioral assessment, but we're going to talk about DISC today. That's D-I-S-C. And I've used Myers-Briggs, and, and they're basically all the same. I've, I found that using DISC was easier because I think people understood it more and it was able to keep their attention. It didn't go crazy in depth, but... It could. So basically, there are four styles. And it's more of a tendency, like I said, so it doesn't mean that you have to only fit into one style. You can and you are capable of being all of these styles. But your natural tendency usually falls in one, maybe two to three more spaces, usually not all four. We look at what the natural tendencies are and we go from there when it comes to the job that you're supposed to be in or the reason why you do things the way you do them. A lot of people don't like to take these tests because they feel like they're going to be put into a box. This is not about putting you into a box. You're capable of being all four types. It's just that your tendency is going to be natural in one of them. And then you'll have to use your energy to do the others. That's all. So it's not about what you can and can't do. It's what comes natural and what you're going to have to use your energy to do. So I want to make that very clear before we get into this. The first style is dominant. And that is a person who is, that's the D in DISC, by the way. 
and that's a person who is bold and self-driven. They provide information in a brief, straightforward, clear, specific manner. Everyone has a D in their life. Everyone understands exactly what I'm talking about right now. This is a tell it like it is person in your family or at work. They just want to get right to the point and they don't want any of the nonsense. Okay. So it's evident in the way they talk, their emails, etc. Everyone knows a D. And right now you're thinking of 10 people that uh, get on your nerves because they're this way. Or if it's you, you're used to people telling you that you're this way. And that's okay. Their tendencies are to take authority, get results, solve problems. That's what they do. But they may give the impression of bluntness and impatience. And you know what? Sometimes they are. This is without skill set, this person is going to be very harsh, no filter. But hopefully, with a skill set, this is a person that's going to get everything done. I don't want you to automatically do what people do in trainings and they uh, go to the bad attributes of each person. I want you to think of both. Each person brings something unique and wonderful to the table, and that's what we're going to try to keep our focus on. The next letter up for DISC is I, and that is influential or interactive type. And these are the people that are creative and expressive. They are enthusiastic, animated. uh, They have a very motivating manner, and they want visuals. So they like analogies, pictures, and ideas when people are giving them information. They're articulate, entertaining. They uh, usually have 10 things going on at once and none of them complete. They can be impulsive, may lose track of time and overlook details. (laughs) So everyone has one of these people in their lives as well. And these, these people are, it's, they don't like routine. By the way, uh, this is me, and I don't like routine. I don't like to do the same thing day in and day out. I like to change it up, and I like to do what I'm very happy doing. So these people usually want to be in a field where they can express themselves. Graphic designer, singer, dancer, those kind of fields. Of course, they're in other fields as well, but they probably express themselves in a different way. The D's and the I's are very fast-paced people, They like to get in, get out, move on, and they're impulsive, okay? Then we're going to move to the S's and the C's. The S means steady. This is a person who is friendly, supportive. They are friendly, considerate, respectful style when they're at work, and they always think about everyone else's feelings before making a decision. They want to be communicated with in a consistent, predictable, caring style that isn't rushed. I like to call these people comfort zoners. And that is because they adapt well after a while to an environment and then they very rarely venture out of that comfort zone without being a little pushed or feeling stressed out in some way. And this is a person who's harmonious, loyal, good listeners, but they may get easily offended and stubborn. They wouldn't treat somebody a certain way. So when they get talked to in a style that's not their own, they tend to become offended. And this is a person who wants to get along with everyone. They're very big when it comes to team building and being there for everyone. And then you have your C, and that's compliance. And this is a person who is the rule follower. This is an analytical, conscientious person. They provide information logically, detailed, and accurate, and very regimented, methodical. They want you to be organized, 
stick to business type style. They're diplomatic, high quality, systematic. They may appear to be condescending because these people are hardwired to find and fix what's wrong. These could be your IT people, people that follow the rules, okay? People that pay attention to every detail, and everyone knows one of these as well, right? This is a person who is only coming across as condescending because they're trying to find and fix. That is what they're hardwired to do. And that, that can come across as critical, and of course, there can be conflict in relationships just because of that alone. So you have all these four styles, and of course, you need all four of these styles in a workplace, in your life, because they all bring something great to the table. The S's and the C's are slower pace. They think things through. They don't want to make a mistake, so they're usually moving at a slower pace than D's and the I's. So you can see that conflict is going to arise there. And then you have, on the one side, you have the I's and the S's. Now, the interactive and the steady people are people-oriented. That means that people come first. Then you have the D's and the C's. They're task-oriented. Tasks come first. And this is the very reason why you walk into work in the morning and say you're an I or an S. You're saying, good morning, everyone. How are you today? And you may get a snarl. You know, you may not get any reaction whatsoever. That's probably because, well, you're either talking to someone who doesn't like you, which is probably not the case, or you're talking to a D or a C who are just thinking of the tasks that they need completed. They probably have a checklist of the things that they need to get done today, and they're not the water cooler talkers. These are the people that come into work and they go straight to work. Whereas sometimes the eyes are standing around talking before they get to their job. What did you do on the weekend? How's everybody? How's the family? And the D's and the C's don't want to know your family usually. <laughs> so there's lots of natural conflict. And where the D looks at the S, so a dominant person is going to look at a steady person as you know, I don't want to have to use my filter. I want to be able to just say what I want to say. And I can't because this person expects everything sugar-coated. So the D looks at the S like a baby and the S looks at the D like a bully because they don't like to be talked to like that. But again, if you're looking at the reason behind someone's behavior, the reason, hopefully, that the D is talking like that is because they're thinking of the next thing that they need to get to. The interactive person and the compliant person are usually going to clash as well because the interactive person, <laughs> they want to fly by the seat of their pants on a lot of things and they don't like a lot of details, whereas the compliant person wants details. So in their communication, the C looks at the I like a hot mess and the I looks at the C as anal. Everything has to be perfect all the time and that is not how they do things. So of course, this these issues are going to arise. And whether it's the workplace or in your family life, they're going to dominate you if you let them because you're, you're going to be ruled by the people who aggravate you. So I want to try to give you some ways where you can kind of spot people, spot who they are, and maybe eventually you will adapt your communication to that person's style. <laughs> Most people say, I don't want to change who I am. Why do I have to change? Why don't they have to change? The only reason why you have to change is if you're ineffective. If you are going to keep running your head into the same wall over and over to try to communicate with somebody and, and expect something different to happen, it's never going to happen. So in communication, we need to adapt. And body language, paying attention to body language is critical because 
you can tell so much by just by what someone does with their body. So the first thing for a D and an I, body language is going to be much different than an S and a C. D's and I's usually take up more space when they're talking, uh, whether it's flailing arms or crossed arms or um, gestures. And an S and a C usually are very close to their body when they're talking. They don't like to be the center of attention, so they're not going to be moving quickly or anything like that. You can, you can watch TV shows and you can pick up on this stuff. Emails alone, getting an email from someone, a D email is going to be straight to the point, maybe capital letters, um, and it's going to piss off some people, right? Because everyone is using their value system to judge how someone else communicates, right? So what, when someone gets that D email, that dominant person's email, they're going to take offense to it because they're not paying attention to the reason that the person is sending that email. And that's usually because they're trying to get to the next thing on their list that they have to do. It's not personal, but we take everything personally. So think about it the next time because when that person's sending that email, just say, okay, that's the way they communicate. We want to label everything. So we want to get that email and say rude. You know, that's not always the truth. A person who is an I is going to send an email. They, they tend to communicate the way that they speak. So very emotional and enthusiastic. So usually when you get a text or an email from them, you might even have emojis and LOL and ha 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 and 10 exclamations after have a nice day because they really, really mean it. You know, that's the type of things you can always tell when you're talking to an I. An S is going to have an email that is supportive, right? So they're going to say, the have a nice days, and do you need help with anything? It was a pleasure meeting you, like all of those kind of things. So you really know when to spot them as well. And a compliant person is going to give you every detail they think you need to know in an email. So you're going to have bullet points. <laughs> you're going to get offended by something, the length of the email usually. Now, the conflict comes when the D and the I get that lengthy email from the C, and they're like, whoa, I got to scroll down. I'm going to read this later. And they never really get back to it. They're usually the ones that are in trouble for not answering emails. I'm telling you, all you have to do is start really paying attention and you'll know who people are and you'll know how to adapt your communication to them. And you will be so much more effective in communication, in relationships. Understanding the mentality or the reason behind the behavior is so important because you're going to understand that it's not your style. You're going to stop using your judging ways and you're going to look at, okay, how can I be more effective with this person? And it's going to make a huge difference. The D's and the I's have it so much different than the S's and the C's. Okay. So the D's and the I's are Again, your movers and your shakers. So if we had to talk about the difference between the mentality, the C's and the S's, they are, their mentality would be ready, aim, fire. The D's and the I's would be ready, fire, aim. So I can make a mistake, we can fix it, we'll go back and fix it. The C and the S, oh no, we're not making a mistake. We're going to do this right the first time. So these little things you'll start to pay attention to and boom, you understand people at a much deeper level. And, and all of those conditioned beliefs that you had before go out the window. 
it takes time. Listen, you're still probably going to want to kill somebody sometimes, but you really will change something when you know this. And one of the things that we tend to do when we learn things like this, since we're only human, is we are still going to judge something. So without self-awareness, you're going to continue to judge people based on what you learned your entire life. They're different than you. So what I don't want you doing is thinking that you know everything about these styles now and then going up to someone and saying, hey, you're such a D. Ugh, I learned about you. You're an I. It's not going to help you in any way. So even if you do have those judgments, keep them to yourself and then try to question why you're thinking that way. Because one of the biggest things that we do is we judge ourselves by our intentions, but we judge everyone else by their actions. I'll explain. If I upset you with something that I said, I'm going to want you to judge me by how I intended to make you feel, right? So I'm going to tell you I didn't mean it that way, so get over it. But if you upset me, (laughs) watch out, because now I have to be mad at you for three days, um, not talk to you and hold a grudge. So I'm judging you by your actions, but myself by my intentions. So that's not fair. And that yet that's what we do. Hypocrites. And get it out of your head right now that you can change anyone because you can't. These are people's natural tendencies. They're not going anywhere. So This is why divorces happen. People try to change somebody and it's not going to happen. Your tendency, the only thing you can do is use your energy to step outside of your tendency. And you cannot do that without self-awareness. So that again is running into that wall. My husband and I are very different, but we have a common ground. I'm an IS, so I'm an interactive, steady person, and he is a compliant, steady person. So we meet in that steady ground, which is great. However, I can be messy. I can have uh, no structure, and he likes structure. He He has the same routine every day. I change it up. Neither one of us is right or wrong. It's just the way it is. But If we try to change something about each other, that's where the horrible conflict is going to start and it never works. He learned to just put up with my ass. That's not an easy thing. I'll be the first person to admit it. But we get along because we do not try to change each other. We can annoy the shit out of each other, but we also accept each other. And this assessment is not designed to make you feel bad about yourself for wherever it is that you turn out or wherever it is you wish to be. This is designed for you to use it for self-discovery. I find it's one of the best tools I have ever learned in my life. I promise you that each day, if you really start to pay attention to the people around you, who they are, why they are the way they are, and, and yourself as well, then you'll really start to be more effective in communication. If you'd like to take the assessment, it takes about seven minutes, and it is just absolutely insane how spot on it is. You're going to love it. You can go to my website, mariagrandyllc.com. It's usually $35, but put in the code WORTH20. That's W-O-R-T-H 20 in the discount code, and you will get it for $25. I hope you join us for our next episode where we're going to dive deeper into communication and your personal triggers. 
hope today's message resonated with you. And if it did, please leave a review. I would love to hear from you. And share it with someone else if you think it can inspire them. Also, you can follow me on social media at Maria Grandi LLC. And my website is also MariaGrandiLLC.com. Lastly, remember to go easy on yourself as you go through this process. And everyone else around you for that matter. We're all working through something.